Time always has and always will perpetuate those methods which better serve mankind. Chiropractic is no exception to that rule. Our illustrious father placed this chiropractic trust in our keeping to keep it pure and not sullied or defamed. We pass it on to you unstained to protect as he would also have you do. As he passed on, so will we. We admonish you to keep this principle and practice unadulterated and unmixed. Humanity needed then what he gave us. <clears throat> you need what we now give you. Out there in those great open spaces are multitudes seeking what you possess. <clears throat> the burdens are heavy. Responsibilities are many. Obligations are providential. But the satisfaction of traveling the populated highways and byways, relieving suffering, prolonging lives, adding millions of years to millions of suffering people, will bring forth satisfactions and glories with greater blessings than you can think. Time is of the essence. May God flow from above down his bounty of strengths, courages, and understandings to carry on. And may your innates receive and act on their free flow of wisdom from above down inside out. For you have in your possession a sacred trust. Guard it well. <clears throat> Those were the, some of the last words of B.J. Palmer <clears throat> before his passing in 1961 in the book Glory of Going On. <clears throat> and when you boil down to what it really means in one word, where it says, like, you have in your possession a sacred trust, guard it well. <clears throat> to me, that one word is legacy. That one word is legacy. What are you leaving behind? Right? When it is your time, I know you guys are all young, uh, and you maybe don't think that way when you're in your 20s, but when you're in your 50s, getting closer to 60, you start thinking this way, and you start thinking about legacy. And... <clears throat> When I was in your seats, I was reading a book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Dr. Stephen Covey. And uh, I remember reading it with my wife, well, at then my time with girlfriend. Um, and uh, one of the things that Dr. Covey does in his seven habits is he talks about, like he gives you seven different exercises to do with each habit to make you think about things. And one of the habits was write your own eulogy I know it sounds kind of weird to write your own eulogy, um, but here's why it, I, it was an amazing exercise, is because what do you want someone to say to you when you're not here, about you, when you're not here anymore? And that really got me to thinking, and what I want people to say about me when it's my time to not be here anymore, is that, you know, he gave it all for his family, he gave it all for chiropractic, he gave it all for the kids. That's what I want. And what's really important about that, and he mentions this in the book, he said, the, the way I want you to think about your life is as if a video camera was following you 24-7. And how would you act if there was a video camera trained on you 24-7? What would you say to people that sometimes you might be a little you know, not as nice to. What would you do to those people that maybe you might not do if the camera was trained on what was, you know, what your expressions were, what re your reactions were, what your vocalizations were, what you said to them? And it got me to thinking that the legacy, even though I want my legacy to be something related to my business and my family and my son and stuff, but the legacy is really every moment of every day. What are you doing every moment every day? And I had a patient yesterday 
say to me something that was so profound. I've been thinking about it ever since. And he said, you are a very busy guy. Your office is super busy, but you have infinite patience. He said, I watch you with my son, because I'm seeing his son. I watch you with my son, and even though you could be done with him in this time, you talk to him, you play with him, you let him crawl on the ground before he gets adjusted, you give him a high five afterwards, you know, he explains to you about the different things that he's holding, and you, and so that you have this amazing gift of time that you give with your patients, that even though you're really, really busy, you always have time for your patients and whatever they ask of you and whatever they do of you. He said, because I've been watching this, and he said, that is really powerful. And I want you to really think about that because like in today's day and age with text and Facebook message and everything is like super quick like this, we kind of tend to run through life with blinders on and we run a thousand miles an hour and we're not really thinking about what the, maybe there's a, like, if you ever think about it, like you ever go on a boat and you drive a boat and there's a wake behind you, what is that wake doing? Right? Like when you, when you're, if there's some areas where there's like no wake zones, right? If you know anything about boats, right? So that you're not supposed to drive very fast in that zone because it's, it's going to rock the docks nearby or the boats to the dock or whatever. That boat, that wake is really important. What are you leaving behind? Waves. Yeah, you're leaving behind waves. But... Those, will those waves have repercussions, right? So this little, he said to me, his little son was so terrified of going to doctors because this kid's been going to doctor, 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 and all they do is poke, 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 poke. They don't look him in the eye. They don't talk to him. They don't do anything with him. All they do is throw drugs at him, do tests on him, and it's as if he's just some, like, as if, as if it's like a doll like this, and he's there just poking, 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 poking. He said, he loves you. He loves coming here because you focus on him. You make him feel special. You make him feel loved. So when he comes here, that's what he feels. And that's the legacy I want to leave. Is how do you leave a legacy? One person at a time. Not many people can be like a Sid Williams who built a whole university, right? Even though it's a lovely legacy to have. But not many people are going to get that kind of chance. To be, <clears throat> to be a Sid Williams, to be a Tom Hanks and win multiple Academy Awards. Not many people will ever have that kind of legacy, you know. But we can leave a legacy, but instead of thinking that our legacy has to be this big, huge thing, <clears throat> like a Steven Spielberg, why don't we leave a legacy one person at a time? Every person that we interact with. And he said, which I thought was very profound, he said, I bet you are like this with everybody. Whether you're here in the office or you're at home or you're out in the community, this is just how you are. And I said, I, you know, I never really thought about it that way, but, but the answer is, is yes. Because that's the legacy I want to leave, is one person at a time. Changing their life. Because the, the, the question really is, in this thing, <clears throat> the, unanswered, the unwritten question in BJ's words here is, can one person make a difference? And the answer is yes to the one person you're with. Now, not everybody is going to have a B.J. Palmer influence where he created a whole profession. But you can have an influence on that kid. You can have an influence on that pregnant mama. You can have an influence on that adult. You can have an influence on that athlete, on that person you pass in the street, on that person at the gas station that you smile at when you're paying, at the 
grocery at Kroger's when you're just talking nicely to the person who's checking out your groceries. You can, be, you can leave a legacy by being the, that kind of person, one person at a time, one interaction at a time. <clears throat> and to me, that's what <clears throat> the, the whole exercise that Stephen Covey was talking about. <clears throat> Excuse me, is write your own eulogy. <clears throat> what would you want people to say about you? And not just the people who know you, the people who've just passed you, the, your patients, the people that you interact with at Kroger's or at you know, Quick Trip. What do you want them saying about you? And the reason I'm saying that is because on the flip side of this, what is a very interesting phenomenon that happened, and, and my staff and I were talking about this yesterday, my interns, there was one particular patient that started a couple of weeks ago, and she did not fit the typical profile of the patients that I see. She was not a pleasant person. She was always in a hurry. She never said nice things. She was kind of ornery, and she had her reasons. She had a very rough life. <clears throat> People like that don't stay in my office. They cannot maintain being patients in my office because my office is too happy for them. It's happy and it's chaotic and there's kids all over the place and there's all kinds of laughter and my interns are always laughing and the kids are always laughing and my interns, are generally one or two of them are always holding a baby and everybody's just having this great old time because it's like a big party and if you can't take that, you're not going to stay in my practice. And that's what my, uh, my front desk person said. She said, it's so interesting how people like this, they, they can't they can't tolerate this kind of happy place. And she said, so, you know, I'm sad to see her go. I said, you know what, it's, it, she needs to go somewhere else. She, you know, if you need to go to some place where there's a crabby chiropractor, right? And crabby staff, and there's plenty of those, right? And you go into most medical offices <clears throat> these days, and most medical offices, like, the first thing it says, give me your insurance card. It's like, like, hi, good morning, how are you? Right? Welcome. So you're the new patient, right? Yes. Well, it's so great to have you here. Let's, do you have your insurance card and your ID? That's a whole different the first sentence. Do you have your insurance card? This is not about insurance. I don't do, I don't even take insurance, but it's not about the money in my office. It's about me wanting to make an experience for my patients, especially the littlest ones. I want them to remember chiropractic. I want them to come in loving chiropractic. I don't want any kid ever coming up to my office starting to cry and saying, no, not Dr. Ruby's office. I want them coming and saying, yes. I have kids that are nonverbal who are going like this when she's like, mom's saying, we're pulling up Dr. Ruby's. And he's like, because they want to be there, even though they're totally nonverbal. That's the idea. That's the legacy I want to leave. And I ask you this question. What legacy are you leaving in your life? What wake are you leaving as you, go, as you pass through? If you are not leaving a really nice wake that people will say, you know, I didn't even know that person's name, but that was, she, she smiled so nicely. He was such a gentleman, or what a nice person that was. If you're not leaving that wake with every interaction you make, why not? Why not? Life is too short. We've seen that in Buffalo. We've seen that in Uvalde, Texas. Life is too short. You don't know what's going to happen in the next minute. So why not, make a, why not plant a happy seed in every person that you meet? You know, one of the things I know at Life, they're trying to kick back in again is the speak tradition, where anytime you pass someone in the hall, you smile and stuff. You smile, you wave, you say hi, good morning, good afternoon, whatever. I think it's a beautiful tradition. <clears throat> and the reason it's beautiful is because it's the wake. 
That's the wake of you leaving. Because if you're just running down like this, running down the hall like this, and not paying attention, not paying attention, and someone says hi to you, you're like, you're like, you're like I got too much on my mind. Or you're sitting there on your, on your phone, going, right? What wake are you leaving? Maybe that one smile was the only smile that person was going to have all day long. How do you know? Right? BJ had another amazing quote. <clears throat> you never know how far-reaching something you may think, say, or do will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. You never know that that little kid you just passed the street that you could have smiled at might be the President of the United States someday. But because you didn't smile at him, he felt angry, and maybe that, changed the, maybe that one little thing changed the direction of his life, and he's not going to do that. But your smile changed it in the other direction. You don't know. You just don't know how far-reaching what it is that you think, say, or do may affect the lives of millions tomorrow. That's why, to me, this class and all the other electives I teach, and ICPA that I teach, and for polyvagal theory, all these classes that I teach are so important because this is part of my legacy, right? I want to leave a wake of positivity, of happiness, of love, of service above self, as they say in Rotary. That's what I want people to understand, is that, yes, you can make a tremendous living in, in chiropractic, but that's not what it's about. It's not about the student paying the student loans back. It's not about buying big houses and big cars. It's not, that's not what it's about. Those are results that will happen with service. But that's not what it's about. If you focus on those things, then things get blurry. If you focus on your heart, then it gets very clear. Because when you touch someone and you interact with someone with your heart and your hands in mind, it's a different interaction. It's an interaction on a very, very different level. Because to me, one of the most important things that I can tell you in this last class is that you do make a difference. You do leave a legacy. But here's the thing, you leave a legacy whether you want to or not, whether you're thinking about it or not, whether you're cognizant about it or not, whether you're doing it through, with positivity or you're doing it haphazardly and completely apathetically, you're still leaving a legacy. The question is what legacy do you want to leave? So I go back to that question that Stephen Covey has. What do you want people to say about you when you're no longer here? Right? That was an exercise my wife and I did after we read that and brought us both to tears because we never, we never really thought about how important that is in our day-to-day. -day. It's not about the end. Right? It's not about the destination, that final place. It's about the journey. What journey are you doing? What, how are you living in this journey? What do your patients in clinics say about you? Even when you're frustrated, even when it's been a long time to wait for one of the clinic docs, right? Are you able to maintain positivity? What do the people at Kroger's and Publix think about you when you leave? Do they say, what a nice person that was? Or do they say, what a jerk, right? That's the legacy you're leaving. That's the wake that you're leaving. So decide today to leave a better wake.